Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I'm going to talk about David Grush again, and but I'm going to focus on the comment that he made about the possibility that these beings coming here might be interdimensional as opposed to extraterrestrial. Uh, there seems to be a lot of problems with that statement uh, in the minds of many physicists across the world, and I just want to talk about uh, what Grush said and some of the issues that some of the physicists in, in the world are, are having with this. Now, I have a friend, a scientifically minded friend who contacted me about this, who doesn't believe that David in David Grush whatsoever. Uh, he, he thinks that he, all he did was rehash old tropes, things that we already know about UFOs and things that we already, all, all of us all, all suspect. Uh, I don't agree with that assessment and I'll get into all of this in this podcast today. And, uh, anyway, this was a message, uh, one of the emails I received from my friend, uh, he said, I just watched the interview with Ryan Graves and Avi Loeb. At one point, Avi said there was absolutely no scientific evidence for the existence of other dimensions. And then he cited string theory as the only place it had ever even been proposed and that it was only a way to get certain equations to work out. And ultimately, it even failed to do that. So a lot of people have a lot of problems with what Gruss said when he, when he had that interview with Ross Coltart recently uh, that was aired on News Nation, uh, and this was this was the comment in question. Uh, Grush actually stated he said maybe they're coming from a different physical dimension as described in quantum mechanics. We know there's extra dimensions due to high energy particle collisions, etc., and there's a theoretical framework to explain that. Uh, now. This is the, that comment there sent a lot of people uh, into anger mode because they a lot of people who are more scientifically minded than uh, most of us uh, look at this and say no, there's no proof. There's absolutely no proof of other dimensions. Uh, now uh, there was a, a physicist uh, who has a YouTube channel, Dylan Dance, and he put, pointed out that uh, to him this sounds like someone who's been out of physics for a long time. I'm going to play a little clip from Dylan Dance's recent podcast about this. So this sounds like, yeah, right? Like someone out of physics for a long time, sort of still a little bit interested in it. It's like, no, no. Yeah, there's a lot of theoretical stuff, but he should have said that, right? Like if you want to sound like a serious person who has done physics, if you're going to say something like that, you've got to go, okay, there are some theoretical ideas, okay? Purely theoretical, right? No, in quantum mechanics, quantum theory, we don't say shit like that because there is no evidence for other dimensions. As far as we can tell, four spatial, three spatial dimensions, one temporal dimension. That's general relativity, and then you've got quantum field theory, and dimensions in that are, are slightly more complicated. But it, it's just as simple. Why I say slightly more complicated? Because you're mixing special relativity with a quantum field theory, and to do that shit, you've you've got to you know, you've still got a no tensor calculus, which is what you do in general relativity. So there you go. Now, obviously, this guy, uh, it's cringe. It's, he finds this comment cringe inducing. Uh, and I think that's pretty much the mindset, the mindset of a lot of different physicists. I mean, you have Avi Loeb making a statement recently on uh, an interview with Ryan Graves. You have this Dylan Dance listening to this uh, interview that David Grush had with Ross Coltart and making statements like that. Uh and I have my uh, scientifically minded friend who's contacted me and said that, uh, you know, this this ruins it for him, basically. This is like he, he doesn't think that this this guy's worthy of, of consideration. And, I, and I'm going to I don't agree with that. And I'll, I'll tell you why. OK, maybe this guy made some issues, has, has some issues with what, what he thinks is possible. 
right? I mean, for me, as everyone who listens to my podcast understands, I, I'm an extraterrestrial kind of guy. I'm, I'm a, uh, an intelligent, advanced, uh, insectoid praying mantis from outer space type of guy. That's, that's who I am. I, I don't think that they're coming from other dimensions. I believe that they're extraterrestrials, that they're coming from, they, they've come here from other planets and they're here. And they're here for a while. And I don't think they're coming. I, I, I don't know what, how, how often uh, new arrivals come here. I don't know about that, right? I just know that there's something here. Because I've seen one of these things, right? And I have my own experience. In addition to studying this, and that's how a lot of us are, right? We study this. We understand that there's something going on. And we just want more answers. We want the government to finally fess up and tell us the truth. Now, the issue that I have, okay, okay, but, you know, here I, I pointed this out in a, in a previous podcast where, uh, you know, Grush, he, uh, he was, he said that he was talking with different people over the course of, what, four years from, from 2019. He has, uh, he's a longtime 14-year vet of the Air Force and an intelligence official, and he was talking to certain people. He was shown documentation. That's what he said during the interview. He said he was shown documentation, videos, photos, and some of this stuff, apparently, what I gathered out of this was that he actually testified under oath to some of to, to these things to, to what he was told testified under oath right in, in in top secret skiff locations right he provided the inspector general with some of the documentation so if he's testifying under oath does that because he made this uh uh, remark about interdimensional beings the possibility that the, these things are, are coming from another dimension does that make everything else he said uh, null and void well in some of the minds of physicists it does i, I don't think it does I mean, because again it, why would he do that i mean the, uh, there were a lot of different people that have stepped up and testified to his character saying that this guy's you know he's an above board type of dude so I, i'm just not okay maybe I, I, there are a lot of people actually over the decades who talk about interdimensional beings Jacques Vallée for instance I I, I you know I, I think Jacques Vallée is a great researcher but I, I don't agree with his conclusions I just don't uh, and I think that's that's fine I think we everybody could have their own opinion about where these things are coming from again I say extraterrestrial uh, I mean for one thing I don't want to have to change the name of my show from extraterrestrial reality to interdimensional being reality I just don't want to have to do that uh, but I do say, I do I do leave extraterrestrial as a placeholder. I mean, maybe it turns out that at some point in the future, it turns out that they are from someplace else. Maybe they're from here. Maybe they've been here the whole time. I, I don't know. I just know that there's some sort of a non-human intelligence here among us right now. That's what I do know. But again, I, I could understand why some people who are scientifically minded, physicists, people who are real physicists would be upset with this statement that, oh, they could be coming from another dimension. Uh, again, I just, uh, okay, he made a mistake. Maybe, like I pointed out in a recent podcast, well, he could have been talking to all these different people who are working on some of these programs, right? These reverse engineering programs, crash retrievals, and he could be talking to these people and maybe they're, they're so close to it that they're, you know, it's, it, when you're thinking about it all the time, maybe you do come up with ideas in your head. Well, maybe they could, come, could be coming from another dimension. I mean, who knows what, what's, how, how he came to that conclusion. Again, I still, I mean, it could turn out that I'm wrong and, and down the road, it turns out that Grush is a complete absolute phony, but I don't see that. I don't see that because he's, why would somebody in that kind of a position with that kind of credentials, right? Put, put everything on the line and go lying under oath about things that he's learned. Why would, I mean, he presented documentation to that, that, that backs up the things he's, he's asserting. So I just don't see it. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the, the crack about the uh, physical, different physical dimensions that they could be coming there. Okay, he made a mistake with that probably. I mean, if, if, if you're going to base uh, this whole discussion on what the, this whole thing on what the uh, physicists are telling us. Okay, 
then that's he made that he's wrong about that. But uh, what are you going to do? I, I I just don't I don't think you just throw everything out because of one statement, right? One sentence, you know, one little uh, idea that he has. He's not saying that's what it is. He's saying it could be. He said it could be uh, inter- a, a mixture of interdimensional and extraterrestrial, or it could be one or the other. I mean, but regardless, right? That doesn't mean everything else that he's talked about on this interview was false. I just don't see it. Uh, but anyway, I want to talk about, there was a, I'm going to get into this a little bit more about how this has been something that's been talked about over the over the decades, there was an article recently uh, put out on hows-and-whys.com. I'll leave the link for this. This was by somebody named Vicky Verma. Vicky Verma, actually, this is a guy who puts a lot of different articles out there about UFOs. He's on Twitter a lot. I, I read some of his stuff. He has some good, good, uh, good stories out there. And, and he and he talks. He gets into some of this. And I'm gonna I'm not gonna read the uh, the whole thing, but I'll I'll go into it about a third into it. It says here. Grush made significant assertions regarding the NHI, the non-human intelligence, stating that these entities might be extraterrestrial or interdimensional or possibly both. He described sightings and recoveries of multiple operational crafts of various sizes, including one as large as a football field. Alarmingly, he revealed the recovery of NHI bodies and hinted at potential formal agreements between the United States government and some NHI factions. Well, now, yeah, Grush did talk about that. I mean, I'm going to stop there for a second. He talked about that there might be, he, he, it was asked, the question was asked, is there an agreement between uh, humans, between the people in governments and these alien beings? And uh, Grush didn't really have an answer to that. I don't, I I don't think, I I didn't read it that way, but some people seem to be reading it that way. I I just didn't. I, I don't think he knows. I don't think, I, I just don't know. I didn't see that in there, but some people are reading it that way. Anyway, Grush is not alone in assuming that UFOs are perhaps interdimensional or higher dimensional entities, and this theory has been well supported by others. The extraterrestrial hypothesis has remained the primary explanation for UFOs by many experts. However, there are many ufologists that have abandoned it in favor of the interdimensional hypothesis. Paranormal researcher Brad Steiger wrote, We are dealing with a multidimensional paraphysical phenomenon that is largely indigenous to planet Earth. Astronomer and UFO researcher Jacques Vallée states that UFOs and related events of a paranormal nature involve visitations from other realities or dimensions. The idea proposes that these alternate realities exist separately yet parallel to our own. In 1975's The Edge of Reality, Vallée and J. Allen Hynek uh, of course, we all remember J. Allen Hynek, uh, the uh, the late uh, godfather of ufology, uh, or father of God, uh, ufology, who, st- who was actually part of the uh, Project Blue Book, the C- chief scientific advisor for Project Blue Book from 1952 until 1969, who then uh, started off as a big-time skeptic, but uh, end- ended ended everything by becoming a proponent of looking into this further and believing that there was something to it. But anyway... Uh, yet parallel to Laurent, in 1975's The Edge of Reality, Valet and Hynek considered the possibility of what they call interlocking universes. So even Hynek was talking about this craziness. Hynek speculated that there might exist uh, ex- alternate universes with different quantum rules of vib- or vibration rates. He suggested that our own space-time continuum could be a mere slice of a universe with many more dimensions. Drawing an analogy, he compared it to the challenge of convincing, convincing an aborigine that TV pictures were passing through the room at that very moment. Similarly, he proposed that interlocking universes could potentially exist right here alongside ours, challenging the notion of them being located elsewhere. 
In Valet's book, Passport to Magonia on UFOs, Folklore, and Parallel Worlds, published in 1969, he put forth the idea of a parallel, parallel universe coexisting with our own. He reiterated this concept in subsequent writings, outlining his objections to the extraterrestrial origin hypothesis of unidentified flying objects. These objections included the abundance of unexplained close encounters exceeding the requirements for a physical survey of work of Earth, the unlikely humanoid body structure of alleged aliens for interstellar travel, the contradicting behavior reported in abduction accounts, the historical evidence of UFO phenomena throughout recorded human history, and the suggestive abilities of UFOs to manipulate space and time, hinting at alternative possibilities. A study published on ResearchGate proposes the existence of an interdimensional membrane acting as a barrier between dimensions, with unstable entrances in the form of interdimensional tunnels. These tunnels would unpredictably wander between hypersurfaces, and anyone caught in their entrance could potentially travel to dimensions beyond the fourth, as permitted by the laws of physics within our four-dimensional universe. Singularities and horizons would be absent in these tunnels, allowing for exploration of higher dimensional realms. See, now this stuff to me, this sounds like absolute app science fiction i again i don't agree with this either i don't i just don't believe i just don't believe that in interdimensional beings i just i mean again doesn't make me right i just want to point that out it doesn't make me right and uh i don't know i don't know what david grush has you know what he's been told or what he's learned behind the scenes but something made him say this right but again it could be that he's just totally off base just like some of these physicists like avi Loeb, uh and uh, others have are stating anyway continuing here it says one of the first reports suggesting UFOs are interdimensional comes from the FBI vault. Memo 6751 acknowledges the existence of an alien presence. Former FBI officer John D'Souza, the author of The Extra-Dimensionals, True Tales and Concepts of Alien Visitors, points to the memorandum as a significant document in ufology. According to the report, among other species, we are visited by creatures not only from other planets, but from other dimensions as well. In particular, they are from the etheric plane coexisting with our physical universe, materialized entities that appeared as translucent giants. The information presented in the memo aligns with the interdimensional hypothesis, which suggests that UFOs originate from other dimensions rather than extraterrestrial locations. The memo mentions several characteristics that support this idea. The claim that attacking a UFO would likely result in the destruction of the attacking plane indicates advanced defensive capabilities beyond our understanding. The mention of different types of occupants or remote control capabilities implies the presence of beings or entities from other dimensions. Reports of UFOs using radiant energy or rays to disintegrate attacking ships suggest highly advanced technology. I'm just going to stop here for a second. Now... Uh, again, a physicist reading this is going to this 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 in, a, in the mind of a physicist, all this stuff has to seem like hogwash. I mean, it's just because again, there's no proof whatsoever of other dimensions. I mean, you have the uh, you know that that's just there's nothing there yet. I mean, there's nothing to prove this, uh, and so they don't. So to propose these things when to in the mind of a physicist, as somebody who studied these things, this is all craziness. Anyway, continuing. The ability of UFOs to disappear without leaving any trace 
indicates their potential to traverse dimensions or manipulate visibility. Again, I disagree with this. I just, I'm going to stop there. I, I, I just don't agree with this. I don't think that it does. I don't think it, it does indicate their potential to traverse dimensions. I think what's going on is that they have developed technology that just exceeds anything that we could imagine. I think they're defying the laws of physics as we know them, right? But the, but they're not, they haven't, they're not coming from another dimension. They're not coming in and out of dimensions. No, I just don't see it. I don't believe that. It doesn't make me right, uh, but that's just where I'm at. Continuing here, it says, while UFOs may not be reachable by conventional radio, their potential detectability through radar hints at unconventional communication systems. These elements dating back to the Roswell incident in 1947 contribute to the foundation of the interdimensional hypothesis for the origins of UFOs. And then, then, there's, then uh, the article goes on to talk about, well, why do UFOs crash then? And Jacques Vallée had some thoughts on this. It says here, Jacques Vallée's perspective on UFO crashes is quite different from the conventional belief that they are accidental events. He suggests that these crashes are intentional occurrences with a specific purpose orchestrated by the mysterious visitors. Valet first highlights the weak and contradictory nature of the evidence surrounding UFO crashes. He claims that many alleged crash sites have not been properly investigated or verified by independent experts. Furthermore, he questions the credibility of witnesses and whistleblowers who claim to have encountered alien bodies or debris, suggesting that they may be unreliable or have ulterior motives. Now, again, I... Again, I I don't believe in any of that. I mean, let me just point out. I remember I uh, a few months back, I had a guest on the show, Preston Dennett, who's written like over 50 books on UFOs. He's been investigating this for decades. I mean, that, that guy, people out there who's familiar with Preston Dennett know that he's he really knows what he's talking about. He has a lot of information that he's gathered over the years. And he says that he doesn't think that anything that the extraterrestrials do is by accident. Like, for instance, when I was, I talk about my 1994 experience when uh, uh, me and my friend were fishing at night fishing and this UFO shows up and then, you know, it was an amazing event. I'm not going to get into the whole, de- all the details here, but he suggests that that wasn't by, that wasn't an accident, that they knew that we were there and they were coming there for whatever reason, we don't know. And that's, I, I think that's what Valet's saying here in a way, but these cra- if these crashes are happening, well, it's not by accident. Anyway, let's continue here with this. It says, in addition, Valet argues that the physical characteristics of the supposed alien craft and materials defy the laws of physics and engineering. Rather than attributing these anomalies to our lack of understanding, he proposes that they result from a deliberate manipulation of human perception by the UFO intelligence. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, it could be, I guess. I, I Again, I don't agree with a lot of the assertions by Valet, but... Uh, I'm not sure about this one. I think that things, any kind of technology, I believe that these things that they're operating in, UFOs, the things that, flying saucers, whatever, uh, I think they crash sometimes, just like any kind of equipment, any kind of technology, just like we have. They Sometimes their things come down too. That's what I think, but hey, Valet says otherwise. I mean, well, what happened recently, we've been talking a lot recently about the Las Vegas alien stuff, right? What's going on there? I mean, uh, was that an accident? Uh, I mean, there's a lot more. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do one more podcast on that. I'm gonna try to uh, just, I'm gonna take a break from talking about this for a second regarding the Las Vegas stuff. I need to do one more podcast on that because I think it needs to be every all, all the we need to fa- f- separate. There's been a lot of fiction out there, and there's there uh, and, and mixed in with facts, and we need to separate the fact from the fiction on there about that incident. Uh, but however, uh, what was that an accident? I mean, or did that was that a deliberate thing? That though was that a display? Like uh, Preston Dennett talks about dis- aliens making this a display sometimes, 
right? Is that what happened in Vegas recently? That they that was a deliberate thing. Those things landed, and they gave some pe those people there the opportunity to try to film them, right? Uh, was it set, set up by the aliens or was it on purpose? What was the reason? Why did they, why did they land near this on this property or how did they get there? What, what was going on there? We really don't know. What was the purpose behind it? Are the aliens trying to? Are they trying to nudge us into the the whole human race toward? Hey, we're here, we're here, and that that's just another small little step. Just like the 1994 aerial school incident, are we are we being nudged by them a little bit too, along with our government officials? Just a thought. Anyway, continuing with this article. According to Valet, the purpose of the UFO crashes is not direct communication with humanity, but rather the creation of a complex and enigmatic scenario that challenges our assumptions and beliefs about reality. He suggests that these crashes serve as catalysts, evoking various reactions from different groups of people, such as curiosity, fear, awe, skepticism, denial, or fascination. Valet views these reactions as part of an ongoing experiment conducted by the UFO intelligence on human consciousness and culture, potentially holding profound implications for our future evolution. I mean, yeah. I mean, isn't that something similar to what I was just saying? Yeah. I mean, that's something maybe I could agree with with Valet. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> again, I think that they do sometimes crash, but hey, that just doesn't make me right. But again, I wonder sometimes what's going on here. Why do why do they show up like they do sometimes? What are they try Are they trying to nudge us toward hey to to awaken to their presence? To so the whole world. Some of us are already there, right? And and so and the, you know we want more information. Yeah, some of us are already there, right? We'd like to know a little bit more. And then there are some of us that are just completely oblivious to us. A lot of us, billions of us, are oblivious to this. Anyway, continuing here, it says, Valet acknowledges that he does not know the ultimate goal or motive of the UFO intelligence. However, he asserts that it is neither hostile nor benevolent, but rather indifferent to our welfare. He cautions against interpreting the UFO phenomenon solely based on our own expectations or desires and urges maintaining an open-minded and critical approach. Now, again, I say I, I can't agree with that. He asserts that it's neither hostile nor benevolent and that it's just indifferent. I mean... I don't know. I don't know how anybody could actually know that. I think that it seems like from some people you hear that these these beings are friendly, and then some other people say, "No, no, no! I was terrorized when they come and take me when I, against my will. Let's te I'm I'm terrorized." So no, I just don't see it. I don't see how anyone could know this. We just don't know it. Uh, and I I uh, I mean, it could be a combination of all of those things. Yeah, hostile, benevolent, and indifferent. I mean, I but I just don't see how anybody could just say yes, it's indifferent. I I just don't know about that. Anyway, continuing. It says, ultimately, Valet advocates for the development of a new scientific paradigm that can encompass the multidimensional nature of reality and accommodate the possibility of other forms of intelligence and consciousness beyond our own. Okay, and then there was one more part of this story we'll get into, and then that will be it. It says here, uh, it continues, it's experiencing another dimension. On Jesse Michael's show, Valet discusses a very strange UFO case that includes experiencing another dimension by the witness. Valet said, there was one case in San Jose. A woman had seen something over her house. It was a big disc, and I say, how big was it? And she says, well, it was about the same size of her house. It was, you know, just like, just like that. Then I say, well... When you went inside, you said you, uh, you, you know, there was this being, and the being took you on a staircase. I say, well, where did the staircase go? Well, the staircase went up the side of this big round room. I say, how would you compare it? Well, like a movie house, you know, like like an M5 theater. I, I, 
I said, that's bigger than your house. And then uh, continues here, says a similar incident. Okay, well, let me just stop there. Okay, I I just think that these aliens, I don't think that's a sign of another dimension. I think these aliens can manipulate our minds and make us see things that really aren't there too. I think that's possible. I mean, there are, we we hear about uh, screen memories. A lot of uh, alien abductees have screen memories and they don't realize it until they actually are uh, put under hypnosis and then then the, uh, the truth of what really happened comes out. Uh, Anyway, continuing here, a similar incident was also shared by American attorney Daniel Sheehan soon after Grush's interview. Daily Mail reported a crashed UFO recovered by the United States military distorted space and time and was bigger on the inside, claims a top attorney involved in bringing UFO whistleblowers to Congress. The newspaper further states Daniel Sheehan says he was told the mind-boggling tale by a whistleblower who allegedly took part in an illegally undisclosed program retrieving crashed non-human spacecraft and who has who has now briefed senate intelligence committee staff okay um i'm not going to read the rest of this so but i will leave the link to so anybody who wants to see it you can check it out for themselves now we've heard stories like this before where you see like a, looks like a small craft and you get inside and then the next thing you know it's real big inside well how we don't know that doesn't mean it's another it's just we're walking into an alternate alternate dimension i mean at the speed that these things can move you might walk in something that might be a small little saucer and then one second later a second later it's connected to some mothership and that's what you're looking at how do we know we just don't know i i again I have trouble wrapping my mind around the idea of other dimensions, right? Parallel worlds, right? Like amongst us. So I, I think a lot of people do. Uh, again, it doesn't mean I'm right, but as time goes on, I guess we'll find out. I think it's going to turn out that they are from other planets and they came here from other planets and they've been here for a long time. Uh, I mean, they, they, maybe that's what the whole thing is, is they came from a planet that was dying and now they're here. They're just living amongst us, but they're not trying to rock the boat too much. Who knows? There's all kinds of theories. But we, we really don't know. That's why, again, I'm, I'm always complaining about the cover-up because I'm sure that the government has better insight on this. Uh, they've been, uh, I mean, when you're recovering craft and maybe if they are, if they really are talking to these things, then they would most likely have some better insight to share with us, you would think. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, we are back. 
Uh, now, the big story over the last couple of days was uh, a letter from uh, from a Canadian uh, of, uh, official that was revealed by uh, Jeremy Corbell uh, on his show Weaponized, which he uh, hosts with uh, co-host George Knapp. And uh, you know, a lot of people have been talking about this and what it means. And uh, there was a really good article that came out yesterday on Liberation Times. This is a, a website I talk about all the time, uh, Liberation Times. They have some good stuff on there. Uh, you should uh, check it out. But I will leave the link. And a guy, Christopher Sharp, is already, uh, always putting some good articles on, on this site about this. And uh, and it's you know, the headline for this is bombshell letter reveals Canadian politicians' concerns of covert UFO programs involving Canada and Five Eyes Alliance, and this is by Christopher Sharp. In a bombshell letter, Canadian politician Larry McGuire has urged Canada's Minister of National Defence to request a briefing which could verify that Canada and the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance are involved in a secretive program concerning the recovery and exploitation of materials originating from unidentified anomalous phenomena. The letter came into the possession of investigative journalists Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp, who premiered details on their podcast, Weaponized. And this is some of the uh, some of the things from the letter it says here. I am writing to recommend you request a classified briefing containing full, sensitive, and protected program information from your officials on the government of Canada's historical and ongoing efforts on analyzing recovered UAP material. Recovered foreign material is studied through the Five Eyes Foreign Material Program, or FMP, which in Canada is sponsored by the Canadian Forces Intelligence Command aligned with several intelligence sharing arrangements and treaties. The Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, established in 1941, today comprises New Zealand, Canada, the USA, the United Kingdom, and Australia. In May 2023, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who leads the United States government's UAP office, known as ARROW, disclosed having conducted a meeting with the Five Eyes Nations to discuss the subject of UAP. As per McGuire and numerous sources known by Liberation Times, it has become evident that Five Eyes' connection concerning UAP extends far beyond surface-level involvement. However, it is another alliance that appears to concern McGuire. AUKUS, which is A-U-K-U-S, the Trilateral Security Pact involving Australia, the United Kingdom, and the United States. According to McGuire, this alliance has the potential to unveil information originating from the Five Eyes Foreign Material Program, posing a possible threat to Canada's credibility on the UAP subject. Writes McGuire, I am concerned that expected upcoming public announcements will be coordinated between AUKUS, which could damage Canada's credibility with our allies and the Canadian public on the global stage. Well, let me just stop there. So basically, you have some officials in the background, McGuire in Canada... Uh, talking about there's con they're concerned that something's going to come out by one of these uh, maybe through caucus right the, the truth will come out about ufos i mean i'm just going to get to the bottom line of this this has been talked about by other people for the last couple of days i mean this is all, all here's what i see from this right there's there's been stuff going on between countries we talked about this before and here's just more proof to that right there, there's been agreements made between different countries and here's a couple of them that they're talking about right here okay and then there's concerns in canada right now this guy in canada basically is concerned i mean the bottom line is right he's concerned that somebody else is going to reveal this information and then all the people in Canada are going to be upset with the Canadian government for not. No, how come you didn't tell us? How come you didn't tell us? How come you kept it a secret from us? I, that's what I how I see it anyway.
I mean, why, why, why we even play these dumb games, right? I mean, I, I, again, I, I'm so sick of this stupidity, and that's all this is. It's just we're, we're just dragging this whole thing out. That's why I say, let's just get this over with already. Why are we even playing this dumb game? Why is it getting dragged out? Why do we have to talk about this stuff? I don't even want to talk. I think this story stinks, right? I just think it stinks. I don't even know. Why are we even here? Why do we have to take these little baby steps? Oh, oh this guy's getting these. The Canadian, our, 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 uh, the public's going to be all upset with us because we they're going to find out that we've been lying. Maybe we better tell first. I mean, that's what that's how I see this, right? A lot of people don't understand a Five Eyes Farm material program. All this stuff is foreign. They're just, a lot of people out there in the UFO community, for instance, they're hearing this for the first time, right? A lot of these things, right? We're sick of this nonsense. The people, the regular people out there, the regular Joes out there, we look at this and it's like, you see, there is agreements going on. They've been going on. There's countries all, all they're all in cahoots with each other. That's what the bottom line is here, right? Why don't we just come out with the information already? This is stupid. People are afraid how people are going to look at us. Well, they're going to look at you no matter who, who comes out with the information first. Even if all you guys come up on a podium at the same time and, and, and start speaking in, in, you know, in synchronization with each other, right? At the same time and admitting to the truth finally. Guess what? Everybody's going to be pissed off anyway. It doesn't matter. Again, I, I just, well, why we, I, just, let's end this whole nonsense already. I'm so tired of it. So tired of it. Oh, but anyway, I mean, even this stuff, I mean, and then you have, you have these stories come out and then, uh, you have other people stepping up and, and throwing cold water on things all the time. Of course, John Greenwald from the black vault brought, uh, uh you know, Chris Rutkowski on his, he had a little video he had bring, bringing him on and basically they try to throw cold water on this. It really doesn't mean anything, you know, you, so you have stories coming out, then you have somebody else throwing cold water on stuff, then somebody else throws cold water back at them. I mean, I'm just so sick of this nonsense, this whole vicious circle that we're in. Just come out and tell the truth already, for Christ's sakes. What the hell are you goddamn doing? My God, we're playing this dumb game, and I'm just so tired of it. How could anybody out there be sitting there looking at all this stuff and sit there like, we're getting there. No, no, we're playing dumb, stupid games, political nonsense on an international scale, basically, with this kind of stuff. You have all, oh, if they come out, we better, we better get ahead of this before somebody else says something. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with all of this stuff. It just drives me crazy. Uh, you know, who cares? I mean, just come out, just, I don't know, people in the United States, who was ever in this control group, right? Get in contact with the control groups from all these other countries that you've uh, been in cahoots with and keeping the secret for a long time. Come up with a plan all together right now, right? And then just all come up and, and make an announcement at the United Nations or something. This is crazy. This is stupid. This is, again, it makes it more complicated for regular people out there. You know, just because we had the grush stuff, we had, then you had, what's his face, uh, Stephen Greer come out and he just muddies the water. There's truth mixed with fiction and no, nobody knows what's going on. Uh, I, I, it's just too much. It's too much. Now this, this, this is junk. I mean, I, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that, uh, I'm not saying that the, the, the reporting is junk. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we, we're hearing about it. But at the same time, well, why? What, why are we doing this? Let, let, let's end this yeah okay thank you a lot for uh, for this letter coming out and presenting it but again i mean again we're just playing this dumb game i'm sick of it i mean aren't you sick of it i'm sick of this i'm sick of this stupidity i mean there's something going on here i mean look at i mean i don't care again i talked about this i've been talking about recently just for instance 
you have the grush stuff right but a lot of the stuff he talked about yes we we do already do know a lot of us already suspected that he's basically just beating the drum right for what we already know apparently he does he says he testified under oath that he does have uh he saw he saw documents with his own eyes that convinced him so he he obviously must have known no must know something more or he's putting his his career on the line and he might end up in jail if he's lying so you have things like that going on, and it's great. We're, it's like we're taking these steps. But again, why are we doing this? Why do we have to play this game? Why even have Arrow or any of this stuff? Why don't Whoever these people are or, or controlling this information, it's time to end this insanity instead of this nonsense, right? These little tiny little baby steps or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what to call it. I'm just, everyone's tired of it. It's like we're sitting here like waiting for you to finally just come out and tell the truth, which you're going to have to do eventually anyway. Why not just do it today, right now, instead of this garbage? People upset. Oh, well, they're, they're gonna, if, they, if, uh, if Australia, what if they come out and say something first? And with, then with the UK and the United States, then they come out and then we're sitting there like idiots and, we've been, and then the, everyone in the country thinks we've been lying to them the whole time because they told the truth first. Oh, God. Uh, well, we already know you're lying. There's a whole bunch of us already know there's been lies going on. No, no matter which way you look at it, it's going to be the same thing. So again, let's just end this stupidity. Uh, end the confusion. What do you know already? What is what's been going on here? It's it's ridiculous. I, I just want to move on from this. Uh, so if anybody out there in the world of politics or international politics is is hearing me right now, would you please end this? Would you please end this? Bring it to an end. It'd be very much appreciated. There's a whole bunch of us to know. There's a bunch of liars and cover-ups and all this stuff has been going on for decades now. We're sick of it. We're sick of it. You know, just just get it over with. Figure it out. Get your heads together. You know, and and figure it out and just tell us the truth already instead of playing these dumb games. Thank you very much. Until next time. <laughs>